Hey, what's up? Welcome to All Over Voiceover with Kip VH. Uh, my name is Kip Van Hippel. I'm your host. And with me in studio today, the lovely, the talented Eric Bowser. Dude, thank you so much yeah. for joining me. We're partying tonight. Right. Yeah. in the city. Uh. There's fire. There's uh. fire alarms and police cars going off in the background. This is I'm telling you. You're right by the 101. Right there. It's got every single thing you would possibly want. It's never a dull moment. Very exciting. Dude, wow. thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. This is kind of uh, unreal uh, just because of how plug and play, easy peasy you make it seem. I'm well, sure if I were behind the bar, I'd be like, oh. Uh. I've been here since 5 a.m. Uh, I uh, reupholstered, reupholstered the walls. This is, uh, this is all your work. I can see your handprints yeah, on the walls that's right. here. I put my handprints. It's, sort of like, uh, it's sort of like the Genesis Invisible Touch album. If I just... I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. If I were to ever go insane, I'd like this to be my uh, my padded room. I think my, this my is- My round rubber room. It's charming, and it's the, the, the warm, dark blue walls make the entire experience just kind of yeah. come alive. Yeah. And this is your which episode? Your, your seven, 17th. This is episode 17. 17. Ah, seven to be seventeen again. This is great, <laughs> man. That uh, seventeen was an age where I sort of, like, at that point, I'd mastered driving. Yes, and was just sort of coming into, uh, yeah, with the with the ladies a Are little you- bit, <laughs> a little bit. As soon as you got the car. Then that helps. Well, hope, it depends. Yeah. On, it depends on the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My 1977 Chrysler Cordoba with a bad starter. I actually uh, was the first owner, uh, owner of a one door. Is uh, I, I thought <laughs> I'd have to hold it. It was a Honda Civic. It was like it reminded me of a Barks root beer can, but with wheels, and it was a rough time. But you know what? I got there from A to A to halfway to B. <laughs> <laughs> Not even A to B. It was A to A point five. How was how was like like elementary, junior high, leading up to high school for you? Was uh, it was it know, was it like a turn? Yeah. Did you have a for me? I had a fight, and that oh, changed everything. Wow, really? Yeah. You know, I actually was uh, I was uh, you know in Canada. I was Switzerland to everybody. Yeah, I actually avoided the uh, getting clocked in the face by I I'd seen it happen. Sure, and uh, I always felt bad for the kid that was clearly the loser always in the in the in the in the scale of life. But right. uh, uh, no, I, I kind of just was always the guy, the neutral guy. I was always kind of like, oh, you know, I could make jokes to get out of situations with yeah. students and teachers alike. Yeah. And that was it all the way through high school. I was the valedictorian. And I can tell you, I'm not the smartest. Uh, I'm not the smartest apple on the tree. That's not even an expression, and that's how you. That's how you can tell. The smartest the apple. Smartest on the apple. Tree. Yeah, the smartest bulb on the Christmas wire. The smartest. The, the smartest bulb. The the <laughs> quickest tinsel. Yeah. Uh, the the yeah. one candy cane that isn't shattered. There you go. Yeah. The one candy cane no one stepped on. Right. Or, or forgot about in their back pocket. But uh. Yeah, I was valedictorian probably only because I, I could do impersonations of the teachers. And they wanted huh. – instead of having a smart person talk, they're like, Eric can do impressions for five, ten minutes. Let's just do that. And, so was, uh, was that your kind of th- – your thing like, like you were a mimic early yeah, on? I mean it was a, always a balance between drawing – Hmm. And I could show you if you ever, if, you know, after this or during this piece of paper and a pen. But I used to draw. That's how I kind of got my start. I was a, uh, uh, I loved cartoons, as yeah. we all do. Sure. Anyone that is in voiceover or performance, you know, will get, uh, you know, you have your favorite TV shows, your favorite movies, and then, you know, obviously your favorite cartoons. And right. That's kind of what I, I, I love so much. Hmm. And, um, it was kind of a, always like, uh, do I want to do like, uh, editing or, or on camera performance or drawing. I always had those, uh, uh, troubles as far as like, oh, they're good troubles to have, but trying to decide what I want to do. Yeah. So it was always like, mm, I wanted to do animation and I had a portfolio going and this is towards the, uh, you know, uh, end of high school. Yeah. I, I'd say all, all those questions of whether I wanted to do, you know, dramatic arts or uh, visual arts or uh, production because we had those facilities available to us in high school. Like That's audio, a, audio in visual. high school. Yeah, we had our, our, our you know, very uh, titsed out audio visual department. We man we had uh, VHS to VHS consoles. You know. <laughs> 
That's amazing to have those resources that young when you're still like really adventurous and playing with stuff. They they made us do like fake news broadcasts, but we would have like, you know, uh, computers that would generate graphics. Like we'd be in charge of making those. And And Chiron stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, okay. I had a very good interest in that. I used to make videos for the school uh, pep rallies and all that stuff. It was just so I could I got oh, one of these days uh, when I uh, don't care about my image, I will post them all on YouTube <laughs> and you'll see how dumb my dad taped over all oh, of no. the fun videos no. that I made in high school and college with episodes of Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> so I had like VHS deck like I. It's interesting to hear you describe all this stuff because I yeah. did the exact. I was on that exact same trajectory. Were you like, what the hell, Dad? What are What's you doing? Going on? Like, where's Where's that meeting of the minds video we did with my friend as Batman and my brother as a Nigerian uh. minister, like <laughs> sitting down to discuss? My you know. favorite joke, by the way. <laughs> That's Batman right. and a Nigerian <laughs> walk into a bar. That's right. But um, that must have been interesting. Uh, Man. So you you obviously had kind of the same situation growing up. Is just you wanted to make fun stuff. And, Absolutely. And if, if you listeners don't know, we met at... Uh, that voiceover improv yes, thing. Yes, that voiceover improv Blogspot.com, <laughs> which Paul, I think is still up there. Paul yeah. Rugg, Mick Wingert, uh, man, Fred, Fred Tatashore. All of them. Oh, man. And the rest. And the rest. And the rest. on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Brandy and Peggy yes. and... Uh, I saw Drew? that's that's who I saw. I saw Brandy the other day. Oh, awesome! Yeah, just walk here on the. We're in Bur- Burbank is like the hub for anyone that works in animation because it's close to all the other studios. So if you're getting dinner or lunch, it's hard not to know that guy over there. <laughs> you're like, oh right. hey, but uh, yeah, that we had a lot of fun in that class, and I think it's it's a lot of the same story for everyone in that room was that yeah. you know you just have to do something. With your creativity, and yeah. luckily for us, there is an outlet like That's this, right. for instance. Now, yeah. you know, having your own podcast, it's it's so fun to be able to just sit down with folks and talk one to one about about process and about, the work. And, well, about. we're going to talk about life here with Morgan Freeman. That's right. That's right. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh shoot! I was going to jump into an impression, and I I got caught in between yeah. two, and I was all of and, a sudden I did a hybrid of, of Vince Vaughn and Morgan Freeman, and it came out weird. And I was like, oh, that that moment of like he's doing Morgan Freeman. Don't do Morgan Freeman because then it's weird. But you just invented a new voice for your next audition. That's right. So, very, there you go. A very awkward, confused man. Someone's going to want that <laughs> as their character. Well, what's uh, I'm curious about that. It was one of the things I wanted to ask you was. Uh, you know, when, when you're when you're creating a character in that audition process, uh-huh. how when you get all the way down the food chain and you're in the studio working with the animation director and and the crew and everybody, yeah, how much of what you invented in the original audition and how and how much does that change oh. from time to time is what is captured or kept or I wonder if it applies to the same thing uh, as far as you being on camera, like how hmm. much does your character change from the the moment you start filming to like the last episode of like yeah twenty one episode run it must evolve yeah. just like how uh you know uh Dan Castellaneta doing Homer Simpson didn't sound yes the way he does now as he did in the first season because it just starts as as an idea and then i think naturally it does evolve and naturally you get comfortable with a character yeah and you know uh depending on what happens and what it's tough cuz like you're you're battling with like yourself and then like what writers think would be best for that character next hmm. and also what is popular with the with the audience you know like yeah. what why do People like it when Homer suffers and is dumb and like right. gets dumber and dumber. It's like, I don't know what it is, but it's so appealing. And um, uh, you know, and you look at that show. Bart really hasn't changed too much. That's very Lisa true. Hasn't really changed that much. Yeah, Maggie's still just on the on the pacifier. <laughs> I think that's the and, same same <laughs> sound effect same over sound and over again for thirty years. And Marge's change has a been bit, yeah. a little bit, but not as radically. I think you're right yeah. as as what's uh, as Homer's transformed. Over oh yeah, years. for whatever reason, but I. Uh, for me, it's like um, I guess it does depend on on how I think it just how comfortable you get with that character, and then once you mm. find that pocket, then it's like then you start venturing out in areas with a character that's like, ooh, what if he? Usually he's yelling, but what if we have him subtle here? You know, like yeah. it's 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 a lot of fun, and and I like how organic that process can be. I agree. I feel like when the writers, I, I certainly experienced this on Richie Rich. The the writers, after two or three episodes, started to find 
what my range within that character was like. Yeah. And then would either yes and that yeah, or yeah. rein it in. Very, yeah. very more than often it was like my yeah. character got dumber and dumber as the show went along, <laughs> uh, which was super fun. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. When you get to play – I usually play bad guys a lot. Hmm. I usually get to play, you know, uh, on Ninja Turtles, I play Tiger Claw. Yeah. Uh, of course, everyone guns for the turtles when when the auditions are. I was like, oh, your dream is to be the turtles. But then, you know, I kind of uh, got – dealt uh, this this evil he's like the henchman one of the only serious henchmen of shredder which huh. always he's surrounded by <laughs> right. food and rock study and bebop are idiots yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was kind of neat because that character tiger claw uh he was an original character he wasn't like really? a uh you know another another uh dream of course is to step into a legacy character uh popular ones like Rocksteady or Bebop or Krang or whatever. Sure. Um, but I was kind of lucky to get this new character. And it's also kind of terrifying because you're like, oh, well, will anybody even like him because he's like this new guy? And, hmm. you know, there's nothing nostalgic to kind of go, oh, yeah, like they're kind of nodding to this. But he was all new. So if anything, I hope to in years to come when I'm too uh, when I'm too old, you know, I mean, right. you know, Asians don't really age. I'm actually 73 <laughs> years old. I was going to uh, say, you're yeah. st- I can I can yeah. I, I get that sense that you're that you're old and wise. Yes. <laughs> you have oh, this. yes, I am. Old and uh, sometimes <laughs> I slip into James Hong. That's right. Uh, your lucky numbers are 14, 12. No, uh, but um. Yeah, I hope that one day a, another younger guy can come in and s- provide the voice for Tiger Claw. It would be yeah. interesting to see, you know, if you look up, uh, you know, Leonardo, Raphael, Don, Bugs Bunny, you'll see yeah. like 14 different people doing that character that everyone loves so much. So yeah. my dream is to hopefully see like seven or eight new generation kids taking on this character uh It'd be a lot of fun. Oh, that's so cool to originate a character in that world. Yeah, because I mean – as soon as people knew, oh, they're doing a new Ninja Turtles, like, who knows? It's such a weird idea already. And yeah. I mean, it was, it went on for a long time, like the original run of Ninja Turtles, like, and then even incarnations and in movies after the original series. So when they said, oh, we're doing, I think it was 2014. Has it been that long? I think that's right. 13, 14. And it's been going great. Uh, Cyril O'Neill and Brandon Amon, who are like the, the showrunner, director, exec producer, writers, they're, uh, uh, they, they've done such a good job with, uh, reminding you about what was so good about the original series, mm. yet making it like, it's just, it's just one of those remakes, you know, I mean, we're so flooded with remakes and reboots yes. and reimaginations of things. But this one's really, really good. I gotta say, it's, it's like one of those, okay, well, they're doing it justice. They're kind of yeah. like, they know it could have been cheesy, but they're, they're very serious about making it good. And I think the fans, they deal like very smart cues to the fans. And I think the fans are like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is actually really good. <laughs> it's it's kind of like what made when like Tim Burton's first Batman picture. Oh yeah, you know where yeah. it was like you're gonna do Batman, but you're going to take it seriously. Oh my gosh, and yeah. invest in it what yeah. Frank Miller is putting into it, oh, or yeah. what yeah. you know what Alan Moore is putting into it, and making oh, yeah. these wonderful things. And the, it was what it was great about that first Turtles series too. Uh-huh. That would you know, Fraley was crying on. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was like th- you guys are telling the story, and Raphael is upset. Yeah, these it's, characters don't get upset. It's you almost know? like they didn't even know either back then. They're just yeah. Like, well, we're just gonna lucky enough to land on on. Imagine like being like Rob Paulson, you know, having having your like pick of like, okay, we're reading for Animaniacs today. Like, yeah. who knew like that was gonna be like lightning in a bottle, right? And and a lot of those heavy hitters from that era, they're still here and they're still kicking ass. Yeah. And it's smart of the big corporations, you know, making these shows to kind of like, well, we're doing a new Ninja Turtles and instead of uh, Rob Paulson doing Raphael, we're going to have him do Donatello. Just for fans like me that go, oh my God, they got Raphael, the original Raphael, now he's doing Donatello. That's that's like marketing genius. Uh, how, smoking indoors. Speaking of yeah. that, how, how much how much of a fan are, are you and, oh, and should you be? Yeah, that's always a good question because – you know, actually, I was watching a a, a, a video it just popped up because, as as you know, the biggest reboot of 
ever Star Wars has yeah. just come and gone and it's still kind of like yeah. in the ether. It's like the people that are cast as new characters. It's yeah. like how how did that feel for them to walk on set? And you kind of have to contain yourself and you have to be professional. Right. But at the same time, like, you have to enjoy just being there. You've, you've got to keep a foot in that world yeah. of, of excitement and knowledge. Uh, or, of where or, you're else, at. or else you just kind of, like, lose track and you're just like, oh, um, you know, you, you kind of have to, like, keep your gushing contained and <laughs> try to, like, just let it come out in moments. I always have trouble, like, oh, man. It's like, oh, everyone's so involved with the, the selfies and the taking pictures. So yeah. I've kind of eased off of that. I, I was doing it a lot like a year or two ago and it, things were just kind of – the wheels were starting to go. And um, I was like, you know what? I'll just – you know, I, I I like working with these people and yeah. I don't want to be that guy that you're going to see again go, hey, let's just make yeah. sure that I don't have a double chin in this picture. <laughs> right. If we're going to – can I grab a picture with you and then can I make this picture look right and let yeah. me grab five? Yeah. <laughs> and it's that awkward standing there of – I feel like that's so commonplace now that I, I, I'm i kind of just like, OK, well, I'm just appreciative of the work when I do get to get in yeah. the booth with somebody that I admire and that will be the moment for me. I'm kind of like trying to go back to uh, – Old school, you know, corded phones, the long cord in the kitchen <laughs> that travels to all rooms, you know, right. or right. someone just paged me, those kind of, and, and, and remembering things not on selfies, but in my memory and, yes. and in my heart, you know, I think that means more. I think that means more too. I, yeah. I really love that notion of, I did a, I got to do uh, this film, Danny Collins, where I, I had a, a two man scene with Al Pacino. Oh my God. And I, I didn't get, uh, selfie or anything yeah. like that. It didn't feel right. It yeah. just it was just kind of like I get to work with them and that's yeah. enough. And then you're, the you're... scene didn't end up making the film. Okay, a clip of it. So it was like the thing that I was sort of like, ah, oh, well, I've got. Well, at least I have the DP shot my yeah. selfie. Yeah, 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 know? yeah, exactly. And I, you go, I I hold that experience. Yes, yeah, and I think that'll. It's just that experience alone will is the thing that's going to make you better as a performer too. It's, hmm. you know, everyone, anyone can get a selfie, who knows, but uh, how many people can say they did a scene with like Al Pacino? It's kind of crazy. <laughs> it is a little crazy. Um, but to get back to the whole like voiceover, that the whole transition, the, hmm. or, the original thought, uh, <laughs> it was just like a lot of like back and forth between do I want to draw? Do I want to yeah. act? Or how do I go about doing any of it. And I, I went through it all backwards. I kind of went to school for broadcasting. Then I interned at an animation studio. And then hmm. it was just so weird. But What did you do at the animation studio? Oh, man. Uh, photocopies, for starters. Uh, <laughs> I was the best photocopier ever. Uh, I worked at the studio that produced the original Ren and Stimpy show. No um, kidding. And I worked with the creator, John Chris Felusi. Uh, I ended up uh, doing every anything and everything uh, except voice acting. He's always pretty like – the school – if you've ever heard of Spumco or know of people that came from that smaller – it was a smaller um, you know, studio, not like Warner Brothers or uh, Nickelodeon or Disney. It sure. produced stuff for Nickelodeon, but it was kind of in its sense like a, a rebel school of like, yeah, rough – not rough and tough. Animators are hardly ever rough and tough. <laughs> Look at this pencil. I'll take, I'll take your eye out. Yeah, no, it was kind of just like, hey, like uh, people that maybe didn't go to college went here or huh. people that just wanted to learn from John because he had such a uh, uh, a high regard. His, the show spoke for itself, you know, like yeah. the, the right combination of people in the original run. You know, Vincent Waller, Jim Gomez, Bob Camp, John Kay, Lynn Naylor. Like, look up these people and see what they've worked on. And mm. they were all kind of like put in this studio because uh, they're all colleagues. And at the time, they probably were the ones that were working on the 80s cartoons that I grew up loving so much. Yeah. And in them, in their eyes and in their hearts, they're like, man, these are just big commercials for toys. We want to make cartoons that were like the old Looney Tunes and the old yeah, Hanna-Barbera. Tex Avery stuff, yeah. really edgy, pushing the boundaries yeah. of what you can do. Might might not necessarily be for children's television, yeah. like most of those old school cartoons were. They were just kind of like, we're going to make this for – more or less for adults, I, I think, when they're like being shown in movie houses before newsreels right. and all that stuff. Right. And uh, that's kind of like what Ren and Stimpy was. It was like a callback to that era that inspired them. And then 
uh, me growing up, like I love the show so much. I was just like, uh, I saw this ad on the internet and they're like, we're making web cartoons. This was like 1999. Uh-huh. And, were you uh, here then or were you still in Canada? I was Canada? still in Canada. And in Toronto? Is that where yes. you're from? Oh, yes. This is, well, uh, there you go. The, Toronto, the hat is a dead giveaway. Also a kick me <laughs> sign for anyone, any Dodger <laughs> fan out there. They're like, oh, they got I thought from behind when I saw the blue on yeah, your yeah, head that yeah. we were on the same team, but we're not. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering why my foot was cold. It should be up your butt, man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm a Dodger fan. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually interned there at Spumco because I uh, it was my last year of college and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. I'll work for free. Uh-huh. And it was a, an amazing experience. I was here. I turned 21 in Los Angeles in 2000, 2001. And uh, all the friends that I made is what made it all worth it uh-huh. because after I finished the internship – uh, I ended up going back to Canada to finish school. Yes. And then everyone that worked at the studio kind of like, you know, things were winding down and people left to go work at Warner Brothers and Disney. Yeah. And then I got called back. Like all, all the friends that I made, they're like, you should just move back, move back. I'm yeah. like, well, it's easy for you to say, hey, I don't have uh, – Yeah, it's not you know. that easy when you're doing it from here. Yeah, Back yeah. then I had a reason to come. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. I, I had I had an ex- identical experience where my senior year of college, yeah. my fall, I was here uh, exactly 10 years. Um, oh, wow. I think I'm exactly 10 years older than you because I turned 21 when I was out here okay. in 1991. Oh, wow. wow and wow. Uh, I interned at a talent agency and wow. learned – uh, so yeah. much oh, in yeah. that time. It, that's the that's the thing. It's like that's why it was so weird. It was like I went to school for certain things, but what you learn on the job is ultimately oh, trumps anything. Absolutely, and and doing and being able to just do the photocopies. Oh yeah, and doing all that Stu- stuff. The stuff that no one wants to that do. That no one wants to do. Yeah, if, and and if, it just gives you that freedom of observing all oh, yeah. of it and taking it all you in. You kind of just are the fly on the wall and now you get to see how things work and, yeah. uh, you know, and number two, just be the person that every, the joy of like people that want to work with you. That's that's mm. how we get work, right? It's like, yeah. oh, there's tons of talented people out here, but there's also a bunch of jerks as well. And yeah. like, you know, jerks really rise up fast uh, mm. to the surface and people go, well, I don't want to work with that guy again. But that guy is a nice guy, and I would love to work with him or her. You know, it's yeah. that's the kind of thing that I learned too. It's animation is a lot of a little bit of like it's your behind the scenes, a lot of talented people in it, but you know, not a lot of people get recognized, and I think like a lot of people become bitter, and it's tough. Huh. It's it's a real tough. Uh, I remember drawing, and I remember just like at the end of the day before I quit drawing to do voiceover full time. I felt like the guy that was getting like the taco and putting lettuce in it and handing it off to somebody else. And it felt like, I was like, I don't know if I'm enjoying this anymore. I don't, I don't feel like I'm getting as much out of it as I was when I was thinking about doing voiceover. What a, what a tough place to be when you're, especially when it's something that you've been wanting to do for so long. Well, yeah, because, you know, I love drawing and I'm just blessed with that kind of, uh, uh, skill set. But when I wasn't getting, anything out of it rewarding like for my soul it was just kind of like mm. i'm gonna quit mm. with no leads with voices and that's the kind of pressure that kind of made me start booking things wow and even when i was booking things on the job i remember i didn't go to school for acting i'm not a, a dramatics art major i kind of just was good at you know mimicking voices and uh, i got the hard note from a voice director one day to my agent who took me on and it was just like, yeah, he's a hell of a guy. Nice guy. He could great at voices, but he's just a terrible actor. And wow. it was just kind of like, whoa, like that's too bad. <laughs> that is, uh, well, uh, where can I throw up that corner? Uh, yeah, I feel a little nauseous. Uh, so, I mean, I took notes like that and, yeah. but. Well, what did you do? I don't know. It was really weird. Uh, I remember hearing it from Andrea Romano. Uh, she said, I don't know what happened. I, I knew that you were very green. And just one year, something happened where things just clicked for you. And it, uh, I, I have to say, it's a lot of people who gave me trust. And that, mm. for me, went the distance in all the way because – or else I wouldn't have had these experiences. Yeah. If they said, nah – Maybe next time I, I would still be soul searching and just be like, am I doing the right thing? But it was the trust of these people, these people like who I met along the way that are just like, 
sure, let's give him a shot. Let's see what he can do and he'll get better. And, and that to me, and that was friends, uh, you know, writers, creators of shows, hmm. casting directors, casting agent, you know, like everyone that I've met thus far, like I wouldn't be here. You, this podcast, like every day that hmm. goes by, I'm just like, Hopefully, learning something new and all. Yeah. The, uh, I was just with uh, uh, Kelly Who uh, yesterday. She's mm. on Ninja Turtle. She's another on-camera actor that yes. does voiceover and vid- lots of video games. She invited me to go speak at uh, USC for two classes. We had like wow. the first year and then like the third year, and it was dramatics arts like majors and. They actually have a voiceover class now. Oh, that's so wonderful. Like My now God. it's a thing where people can actually go pay money. Yeah. Big, good money too. And they have a facility much like this and they got a booth with glass and an engineer, two teachers. And then I was in there and I was like telling people like, hey, you know, this is amazing that you guys have this in your grasp because there was no such thing like there was no 2006, such thing. 2007. And that recently, God. Yeah. So that that's kind of like when I first started and it was uh, El Tigre. It was mm-hmm. this uh, – uh, I played uh, White Pantera, which was my Ricardo Montalban impression. Ah, <laughs> ah, yes, money. Yes. It was about this kid who had these superpowers, but he didn't know if he wanted to be good or if he wanted to be evil like his grandfather, uh, Grandpappy Rivera. And that was uh, played by Carlos Elizraki. So it was the first real experience I had was with Carlos Elizraki, Craig Delisle. I uh, know um, Kendi Milo, John DiMaggio, and yeah. I'm just, uh, oh, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And Andrea Romano, uh, was directing. Lisa Schaefer also directed, uh, the first few episodes. Okay. And it was just like, what an experience. I was like, yes, I'm on a show. I don't ever have to work ever again. And then it gets canceled. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my man. life is over. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, those, uh, the creators, Jorge and Sandra, they went on to do a uh, book of life. Which oh was yeah. Feature film about a couple of years back. Yeah. And, uh, and it, those two alone are the ones that kind of like, and Nickelodeon as well. They kind of, they said, well, uh, uh, we heard about these Canadians. We'll see how they, uh, how well this guy <laughs> performs. And they like let me in. And yeah, ever, it's been great ever since. So. Oh, that's fantastic, man. Who, yeah. when, when you, when you think about, when you think about fan moments or, you know, sort of, sort of that first experience where you met someone who you were like, oh, yeah. What, 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 what is Ooh. one of those moments and, and how did you, like, how do you deal with it? How, how do you do, like, how do you like? There's, there's on the street or yeah. in some context, or like at a con, for example, which, at a con, which you know, was just like, you know, oh, I just gave you forty bucks, and here's, you know, for me, it's primarily, it's always been like who you get to meet at work, and again, it's yeah. always the unsung heroes. Um, hmm. uh, to us, are are greats, and to anyone on the street, they could be, oh yeah, I remember that character, but they might not remember the person or know yeah. the person like you and I do, because yeah. um, we're nerds like that. That's uh, right. But uh, aficionados, as we say. But um, uh, it had to have been on the Looney Tunes show. Uh, and again, it's like they open up the gates and everyone is like, oh, we want to audition people for Bugs and Tweety right. and Porky and Daffy. And of course, they have their go-to guys for that. But it was really cool to see like a lot of people like going out for it. And uh, I had friends and my girlfriend who actually redesigned that show. My, oh. my now pregnant girlfriend. That was uh, Jessica Barutsky. And she – She's been doing like all the redesigns of bugs for like the last five years, I'd say. Wow. And, um, and, you know, Looney Tunes show is a, you know, it was, it was a big, big push for them because it, it had been a while since they've done anything collectively with all the characters. Like, here's a, here's a, a new version of the show again. Yeah. And it's hard. These are always classic characters that they always try to think this is the best way to reintroduce them to today's audience. And, yeah. I remember not getting any of like the main main characters, but I was lucky enough to land Marvin the Martian. Oh Isn't yeah, that lovely. And um, <laughs> oh yeah, so I was in there doing Marvin, and I walk into work one day, and it was just like from left to right, it was uh, you know Billy West doing Elmer Fudd, Maurice LaMarche <laughs> doing Yosemite Sam, Jim Cummings doing Taz, uh, Jeff Bennett I think doing Sylvester, Bob Bergen doing Porky. Yeah. Jeff Bergman doing Bugs and Daffy. It was just like, 
oh my god, it's like half of IMDb is right here. Yeah, and uh, me doing Marvin, and it was just like, whoa! They just <laughs> I found the the hole in the fence, and I'm walking right. through. Someone and they didn't through. chase you out with a stick. No, no, it was kind of very welcoming, and yeah. but you could just feel like the weight in that room. It was just like, whoa! I like there's it. everyone's so good, and uh, and above all. Uh, 12, 10, 10 to 12 guys having to fill in the shoes of one man, Mel Blanc. That's so, right. Was it a playful room or was oh, yeah. it? Yeah. Good. Uh, but, you know, those guys are all so busy. So it was yeah. rare actually to see them all. In, and they actually said that. Uh. They're like, it's so weird that we're all here right now because usually they go one at a time or, yeah. you know, so-and-so is busy. So we got to pick him up on Tuesday. And, you know, yeah. it, it's just uh, to be in that room that one day, I remember in my in my gut going, all right. I must have done that. Whoever I paid off, thank you. You know, and my, right. I, I'm sure someone found that $20 I left on the floor over there. <laughs> yeah, it was just the one of those experiences I'll never forget. When, you, um, w- when you're putting together your, your audition life, what's, what's, your, what's your process like from the moment the script shows up in your email box? Do you audition yeah. much or are you oh, getting yeah. – Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. For sure. Uh, I'm, uh, I, I'm still lucky enough to audition for things and, um, and uh, even more lucky when I just get called in if in yeah. case they know it's something within my range. Uh, yeah. And if I've worked with that person before. Um, but usually, uh, as you know, it's um, the email from the agent and yep. it's like – Need this by Monday. Yeah. Uh, or today, or, or today, two hours, or yeah. you know, or yesterday. Um, yes. So it's it's a lot of okay. You, you look at the copy, and usually they give you an info sheet. Who's it for? What's the range? The age range? Uh, is it offensive? Non offensive? Mm-hmm. Um, what channel? Series? One off pilot? Internal presentation? <laughs> commercial? Cartoon? Animated sitcom? It's all there's all there. Video game. Yeah. Uh, and you break it down by like okay. Uh, man, woman, uh, uh, age, <laughs> evil wizard, prince charming, princess, kid, father, dog, alien, uh, right. Right. W- proximity. And then you look at the copy and it's like, man, it is the most uh, disjointed four or five paragraphs you've ever seen in your life. Because you're like, right. who's saying what to who? Where are we? Am I in a Friendly, helicopter? annoyed, yeah. terrified, <laughs> terrified, furious. Furious. Sincere. <laughs> Sincere. Uh, oh, yeah, annoyed. That's so good. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, it's kind of funny how they, they – and at that point too, it's like the people on the receiving end, they have no idea. If they had an idea, they wouldn't be writing <laughs> – you know, right. odd, just out of – but it's just kind of like you have to be able to kind of tap into those emotions. And as an actor, mm-hmm. I got to ask you, like, what what do you – like, I mean, you must have, like, these go-to moments in your life or feelings that you could draw from that kind of lend itself to these. For, for me, it's less less um, moments in a life. I, 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 I wish I was more method than I am. Oh. I, I feel like – I know the trappings of, uh, you know, you know how annoyed sounds. Yes. So I'll be more clipped yeah. or short with someone, whatever yeah. my annoyed would be. Yeah. Sometimes I'll listen back and go, that isn't annoyed. Yeah. That is the farthest thing from annoyed. This that sounds polite. Yes. Yes. You know? Yes. And and sometimes that's the danger I feel of self-direction or a lot of times. Say, you do, know, do you often get to go into the, the booth at the agency? Yeah. It's, you prefer it's, that? Yeah. I always prefer it. Um, lately, I haven't gone uh-huh. in more because either it's been- Oh, my God. Traffic? <laughs> I'm like- <laughs> And I'm lucky. I, I live maybe 50- I'm at CESD, so I okay. live maybe 15 minutes away from there. Oh, wow. So it's, it's never that bad, but it really yeah. comes down to- like, this is so inside baseball. So if I get there by 920, uh-huh. I got a good chance that I'll probably be out in under an hour. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm by, there by 930, forget it. Yeah. Cause there's going to be, there's going to be one or two people, but the one or two people who are there straight out the gate yeah. are carrying a stack. Right. So it's like, it's insane. Like, ah, that's, I, I like reading at home. Because of just the luxury of just oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna be. I'll be in the closet yelling. Don't yeah. worry, it's just me in there. You know, uh, was the, have you you've had those those late night. I need this oh, by tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. I just oh my god, or that feeling when you go through your email box amidst all the other miscellany. There's a couple stars in Gmail for me. Where I'll put yeah. a star in yeah. and be like, oh crap, I yeah. totally I missed to that copy. This. Yeah. 
or it's either I'm going to be yelling in my closet or I'll be yelling on my way home in traffic because I read two lines in a booth two hours away from my house and now I have to sit in traffic. I mean, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> White people problem, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like crazy. I'm like, I should be going in more often because I do I do love the people. I'm over at SBV and oh, they're, great. they're very good to me. And Awesome. Um but yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's that battle, and they know they know, they never see me, you know, yeah, and it's yeah. it sucks. But uh, I wish well, I had. If your schedule gets nuts too, like if yeah. you've got you know uh, a baby you, on the way, a baby on the way, <laughs> how are you doing with all that? By the way, <laughs> well, it's uh, a thing. I've been I've been down yeah. that road. Oh yeah, no, you're you're a family man. Yes, I know this. Yes. I mean, it's there. There's. I mean, look. I'm sure you've gotten a thousand of pieces of unsolicited advice. Oh well, I I always welcome more because um, it's one of those. I've never done it, so yeah. And I, everyone around me, it's amazing how I've gotten to see over the years all of my uh, voiceover friends have their kids and see them grow faster than than light oh, speed. Man, and now I'm about to enter that. Uh, yeah, and everyone's like excited. They're kind of like. You know, Gray Delisle and Jennifer Hale, they're kind of like some of the, uh, you know, the best uh, advisors for me. And I take it from them because they have wonderful kids. Um, yeah. And much like yourself, you you brought your daughter in. Yeah. To, to, uh, the yeah, that, 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 yeah, she came all the time. That was so cool. And uh, very well behaved young lady. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's she's a total fan. Oh, yeah. So she's a total fan of, like, not only animation, but then, like, of improvisers and yeah. funny people. So she's, she, I mean, look at who her dad is. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was that for her, like, like, Brandy will bring comic books and then Fred will pay attention to her and Peggy will do stuff and Paul will do stuff and, like, yeah. just, just the way everybody has just sort of been like, oh, yeah, well, you're part of us. Yeah. And yeah. that's one of the unique things about our business often, oh. too, is that children are our colleagues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You well, know? they're the target audience. You kind of yeah. have to be like, well, what do you like? Uh, what makes you laugh? It's yeah. amazing how, you know, things are so different from when, you know, our parents grew up to when yeah. we grew up to now our kids growing up. It's like uh, some – I finally hit that age and, 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 and generation gap where I'm like, what does that mean? What did he say? <laughs> Twerking. What? Like, huh? These kids, you cross over into this place of like, of uh, like a, 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 a willingness to accept your un- lack of understanding of something. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's a yeah. horrible moment where I was like, I don't understand Snapchat. I'm not even going to try. Yeah. And then I you have how many apps on your phone do you not click on? I have a man. couple. <laughs> I'm just downloading this because someone told me to. Yeah. But I'm not going to use it. The I'm kids, not. the kids on Richie Rich dragged me into Instagram. And then oh, I really? That. Yeah. And then well, I was like, okay, I get that. Instagram is cool only because it kind of eliminates all like the writing of Facebook. I don't have to say anything clever. Yeah. Just, yeah. just <laughs> and with Twitter Here's now. my breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Look Here, at look at that. breakfast. 80 people like that I'm eating turkey bacon? Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? <laughs> But yeah, it's it's uh, the age that we live in. Everything yeah. is uh, instant and now. And uh, I just uh, uh, I hope that whatever I grew up watching can kind of slow down the generation of today, as far as like influences that we take, yeah. like Flintstones and yeah, well, like things that actually have slow moving plot. You know, where you can kind of enjoy a scene as opposed to just cutting away to something real yeah. fast. It's uh I find I do find that with the really little, like uh, it's such a such a great time, man. Yeah. It's you're 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 about to walk into the greatest door mm. ever. Okay. There is nothing anyone can say to prepare you for I it. I know, I know. It's, it's like George Clooney says in Three Kings. Yeah. You won't have the courage to do something until you do it and then you will have earned it. Yeah. And the same thing is true with being a dad. The crazy thing I find, someone asked me at one point, what's different about you now that you have a child? Because having, because having that kid, um, there is a physiological transformation that takes place in your body. Okay. And it's a pretty amazing one. Huh. I found that I got claws like Wolverine from having a baby. Really? Yeah. And I, I, I don't I, – I, I can't extract them right now because it hurts and it bleeds. <laughs> yeah. But This is a new table. Yeah. <laughs> but like for the longest time, 
for the longest, like we, we had a, a, because you're so close to delivery, I'm not going to share the gory details of our situation, but we had a pre, pre, uh, pre situation. Sure, sure. And, uh, it wasn't good for my wife and the baby was in NICU for two weeks. Uh. And, before the night before the baby was born, I remember saying to the doctors as things were were not going well. Mm-hmm. I don't care what happens, you save my wife. Yeah, yeah. And after the baby comes out, your re- your honest immediate reaction. This is the physiological transformation. Is oh, yeah. I don't care what happens, you save that baby. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh no, that's 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 the only two things now. Yeah. that matter even more than ever. I mean. I I I know you're talking about that physio and psychological too. Yeah, that change of it's just primal instinct of like must protect the pride. Yeah, the family. So it's That's, uh, that was a weird feeling for me. I've always been very much like whatever. I'm the funny yeah. happy dude. Yeah. Just kind of like doing my improv and doing the yeah. thing here. But then it all it all changes. Yeah, it, that something happens no matter. If you're if you're the nine to five, uh, you know, blue collar pencil pusher or the artist or whatever, it happens. And I, I'm seeing it a lot with a lot of the uh, the younger dads uh, that are also having kids around the same time as us. Yeah. And it's uh, I'm just uh, I'm next on deck to jump out of the plane. That's so, right. Uh, it's I'm... coming up. Don't worry, your shoot will open just fine. Yeah. <laughs> and you're 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 more than prepared. Yeah, you're more than prepared. Your your training is sound. You're surrounded. The other, um, yeah, you know, it's tough not being with the immediate family because they're all both of our. We're both Canadians. Oh both wow! Our, oh, I have some family here, and they're they're definitely, you know, they're there for us. But they're all the way in Orange County, and they, yep. you know, they have my my uncle has five kids of his own. Some most of which are already out of the house. Yeah, but he's definitely like okay. Uh, actually, my cousin and I are having kids at the same time. Oh, wow. She, she's uh, much she's about four years younger than me, maybe six years younger. Who knows? And she's having her first. And it was just really funny how it's just all kind of happening at the same time. So my uncle's now being – he's turning into a grandfather soon and uh, for his, for the first time. And uh, he's the one that actually helped me buy my house. So <laughs> oh, wow. I was just like – Oh, uh, having a baby, got to buy a house, uh, got to move in. Gotta, mm-hmm. So it's, everything's been smooth sailing, uh, knock on uh, podcast table uh, <laughs> up until now. So uh, as soon as I get my claws, I'll let you know. There you go. Yeah. Good. How close is your recording booth to the baby room? Uh, well, it's right in the – it's practically the same room, the, the master master bedroom walk-in closet. <laughs> for the first couple weeks, mm-hmm. maybe you want to consider recording in the car. Okay. Yeah. Just, just the yeah. the volume, the the thing that this was something no one told me. I had no idea. Kids, in particular, little kids for a long time, big noise scares the crap out of them. Really? Yeah. That that more than anything else. So so like. Well, up until now, it's all been inside the yeah inside the womb. Yeah, that's right. So they're probably the, the most sensitive. I'll it's, probably have to go into the It's the pretty agency. intense. You'll probably want to go into the agency. You'll want to see folks. Yeah. Um yeah. I mean, I was a the the first 6 weeks is like up at 3, up at 5, up at 1 and All like over the map. and then if the baby sleeps, you're, it's a breeze, but if a the baby don't Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was driving around. This was maybe second week she was home. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm standing there Oh, so no. I, full disclosure, I sleep. I sleep as I came into the world. Yeah. So I'm standing there. <laughs> she, the only thing she would sleep in was her car seat. Oh yeah. So I'd really? stand there. Yeah. I'd just put my hand on the wall, prop my body up, and swing this yeah. car seat back and forth at three o'clock in the morning to get her to try to go oh. back to sleep, and she wouldn't sleep. Then I'd be like, "Screw it!" I told Jerry, "I was like, I, you need to sleep." Yeah. You need your rest because we tried tag teaming sleep. Yeah. So I'll stay up 24 and or. 12. Oh my gosh. That's just, insane. just it's it's that thing of figuring figuring that out together. Yeah. But I remember driving around downtown Chicago with a baby in the back seat at three a.m. watching the meat packers load Are stuff you in. Serious? Oh yeah. Just keeping my eyes tr- and then look in the back window to see if she's asleep because she always slept great in the car. Really? Eyes wide as pennies, looking oh, at the Navy Pier. Oh my god! <laughs> I just gave her a show. That's like, amazing. The yeah, world man. tour. But the uh, the the worst holiday of all of it was the Fourth of July because they blew oh, off they blew yeah. off all of the firecrackers right outside our door. Well, that's good. And it scared the <laughs> crap out. All the dogs and car all alarms, the dogs and car alarms yeah. and gunfire. That's what you want. That's what you want. 
<laughs> it's just the uh, the uh, world ending. Don't worry, go back to sleep. Just go back to sleep. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. Welcome. I, I, no, find your find your place at the table. <laughs> this is it. Oh. But man, oh man, it, it'll be fun, and I yeah. can't wait. I can't wait to see how that works out too, because uh, with work and having a baby. Yeah. How, I mean, our work is. Nine to one or two to six, yeah. And I don't get my schedule till Sunday, so yeah. it's kind of like, what will? Uh, how's that gonna go? I think because you have a schedule, it will help you. Okay, it'll help you. That yeah. that that was my biggest fear too. Was yeah. like because at that point, um, when Ilsa was born, I was I was full time VO in Chicago, okay, and, and would very rarely get schedule. So it was like. Oh, Get yeah. up in the morning, or I'd I'd know what tomorrow holds. You know that yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. life. I mean, at the, the very least, twenty four hours. At least twenty four hours. And uh, the best thing that happened from Ilsa being in the hospital was they put her on a schedule mm-hmm. of like, here's her nap time, here's her night time, and oh, they really? sustained so it they for two gave weeks. Her, yeah, okay. Boy, yeah. that that makes a difference. Kids don't have. Newborn babies have nothing except for what you give them. Yeah. So if you give them routine or fe- feeding time, feeding time, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. that, and you maintain the consistency. That that's a big deal. Okay, that's helpful. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to uh, download this podcast as you all should. <laughs> as you all should. Uh, Don't just is... stream it. Download it. <laughs> voiceover. This is about babies, buddy. Sorry, we talked. We we stopped talking about voiceover longer. Now I'm just like, oh my god, the baby's coming. Oh, the baby's coming, Marge. What are we going to do? <laughs> I have a career to look after. So. Oh, Homer, it'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got to bring it back to voice. That's right. Yeah. I, you can't help. That's part of the nature of this particular thing is that voiceover is involved in every, all of it. It's, uh, every we make this for families. We, we do right. cartoons for kids and dads and moms to enjoy. And everyone that – again, everyone that I work with at some point or another will bust out their phone and yep. show me what their kid just did. And it's just like, yeah. I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. yeah. And like I used to find that to be really annoying initially and then and then it was like – you don't understand. This thing in my house just sat there. It didn't do a thing. Yeah, yeah. And now it did this. Yeah. And can you believe it? Look yeah. at that. It's oh, yeah. spitting. Yeah. She's doing a spit take. And I have it in slow motion. And look, I got it in slow motion. Yeah. I got. I have video of my daughter jumping into a pool. It's yeah, not yeah. necessarily exciting video, but part of it too is oh. like, oh. It's, that, yeah. I made that. I made that. I did, look, at, look at that. Look at what's happening. Yeah. It's it's oh man. I'm 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 so genuinely excited for you because it's Thanks, it man. is the, the the this is the one other thing. I don't I won't move on to to other stuff but like um I found out uh, when we were in Chicago cuz we had no one around either. I think the closest relative was probably 4 hours away. Oh wow. So uh we were we were all alone on the prairie. What are we going to do? That's right. Yeah. And you discover that when, if you lift up the rug, you'll see there's a world, a world <laughs> of support of random people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. No. Uh, uh, so generous. It's kind of weird. Uh, a friend of mine who I only know through work, you know, voiceover, and, uh, you know, he's a good guy. P- Peter Oldring, he's a, can- a fellow Canadian, uh-huh. uh, record voices uh, here in L.A. for a show that is uh, going to be on Disney XD. And I only see him when we're working and all that stuff. And uh, I find out he's having a baby too uh, shortly after me. And not only do I find that out, but I find out this entire time. I've I've only lived in the house I'm in now since November. Okay. But the house he's been living in for like the last several years is just right around the corner from me. Oh, wow. So we're practically – I'm like Play we're going we're gonna to sh- share nannies and all that yeah. stuff. So uh, – you're absolutely right. Uh, as far as like the the help that just comes out of nowhere, it's unreal. Okay, I'm I'm grateful. I'm <laughs> grateful for uh, for all of that. It still hits me emotionally. Like when we got to Chicago, I had my first meeting with the talent agency with Innovative in in Chicago. Like I was going to go meet with them. I wasn't represented yet, and yeah. then um, I had that meeting the day the baby was born. Oh wow! So, um, we had, the baby was was C section. She came out at nine twenty five in the morning, and mm. then Sherry's like, "I'm just sitting here healing. The baby's over there in the NICU. Yeah, go to work. Yeah, wow. Go figure this out." So yeah. I left Swedish Covenant and went and got on the Brown Line and went downtown to this what office. Yeah, with a Polaroid in my pocket. 
Okay. And I was like, I, and I got into the room. I didn't know anybody. It was like five ladies. And I was like, does anyone want to see a picture of my newborn baby girl? <laughs> I still had the bracelet on and everything. The, yeah, I, I want to take a picture. It's like baby's first rock concert. Yeah, know? that's right. So, yeah. <laughs> Go team bracelet. The amazing thing about that little photo is it made friends immediately. <sighs> yeah, of immediately. course. Immediately. You said a group of five women? Yes. It's over. Who are still – yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they're still my friends to this day. Nice. These people who I didn't know and then someone made lasagna for us and brought food oh, over and all oh, that stuff. Man. It's like be it forces you – it forces you even as self-protective as we are of ourselves and our families mm-hmm. and sort of our private and we don't want to impose mm-hmm. how it forces you to open up to the community. Oh yeah, in a cool way. Yeah, you know. No, it's 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 next level stuff. It's you're part of this new <laughs> yeah. uh, the stonecutters. Uh, That's right. Private. Uh, you it's, know, it's just you've just gotten a green jacket. Yeah, Welcome. Yeah, congratulations. Yes, yes. You've won the masters. I'm in. I'm in. I'm the, how do I get in this club? Yeah. Oh, that's how that that little <laughs> drooling pooping thing over there. That's right. I'm in. Oh man, well, cool man. I uh, mm-hmm. I really appreciate uh, everything today. I, the, the time. What what what's it, what are we clocking in? Oh, in we're, we're we're oh, at good. 51 right now. We're good. We still have a minute or two. If you've got it, five minutes. Five minutes. Let's take it. Yeah. Um, I. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. What were you going to? Where were you going? No, I'm just saying thanks again for absolutely everything today. And anytime, if you need anything. From me, uh, voiceovers for your podcast or Thank you. Uh, more time here. I, I would love to uh, 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 do it all again. If, I'd, if we I'd, I'd love that. I'd love that. Part One of my fantasy shows here is to bring in like four or five dudes and just oh, throw yeah. down and goof off because there's, there's enough space. There's three, two more microphones that you could set up here and have a blast, I'm Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> like sort of like poker night. I don't wouldn't want to smoke, oh, but, my you God. know, we, we should just vape. play poker one of these times. <laughs> I think it'd be I great. I like a very hour, like, you know, quick pickup game of poker. <laughs> I would right. totally be down Speed for poker. That. Have I, you played? There's a game. Called, uh, oh, what is it? Uh, Exploding Kittens. Have you heard of this game? <laughs> no. But I, I, I believe that was uh, the original name for Panda Express. Yes, uh, it was like, originally. I believe we will get lots of customers if we call it Exploding a Kitten. You know, as the, um, I, I, thank you very much, Phil, for bringing me in to present our ideas. We find we've done some test work yeah. here on Exploding Kittens. We discovered that, that, that most children are not interested in participating. No. But I do have a few other options I'd yeah. love to present to yeah. you if you have the moment. Yeah. There's a uh, uh, high MSG. Yeah. Uh, it's the, sort of a play on high karate. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> one Asian person in a Panda Express either. I don't think all, so. All Hispanic. All <laughs> the Hispanic. Best, the best Chinese food made from your local Hispanics. Uh, no Asian people to be found just in line buying it. Buying it. The biggest consumers. Let me ask this because I, I am curious about it. Does, as as someone who is of an Asian background, mm-hmm. Asian descent, mm-hmm. was that a challenging thing racially? Were, oh. were people always just giving you Asian or things? voiceover? Yeah, it yeah. was so funny. There, I, one day I read for a video game, and it wasn't even like you know character description you usually get. It was literally like a photo of an Asian woman's face. <laughs> like you, this, this, yep, I'm lining it up with your face. This is close. Huh. You read this, <laughs> and it's just like. For me, it's whatever puts gas in the tank. And yeah. I mean, nowadays, it's not even like – I mean, for authenticity, they they do try to cast as close as they can to a particular, you know, obviously gender, uh, race or uh, culture. Sure. You know, accents. Of course, like you, you want authenticity. You don't want – you know, some – but at the same time, it's like sometimes I'm cast for Asian characters and they don't even want an accent at all. They just want – you they know. just want to be able to – if someone just, Googles your name and yeah. finds you that oh, – yeah. it's like, oh, good. At least someone – at least an Asian person did yeah. that role. But even some of the best Asian roles weren't even done by Asian people. Like right. on Samurai Jack, they have uh, Aku, which is authentically Japanese. But then they'll have the main character done by Phil Lamar, who is uh, Africa, <laughs> yeah, African-American black dude. So – and, you know, if it works, it works, I think. I don't think that nowadays – especially in voiceover. Clearly, yes. obviously in voiceover – if you can make it right for the role, then they'll just go with it and no one really raises a stink. 
Now, if I were to play like, you know, Muhammad Ali in a movie, that would be odd. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. He's five, four, five, five. <laughs> he could play one of his fists, maybe. He floats yeah. like a butterfly yeah. that stings <laughs> like a bee. Yeah. And in this particular yeah. version, he's yeah. wearing uh, yeah. uh, he's wearing uh, platform shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. He floats like a butterfly and stings like Kung Pao chicken <laughs> in this situation here. Uh, but yeah, I, like I said, whatever puts gas in the tank, I'm happy yeah. to do more than all of the Asian roles if you have them. Was was there a transition period for you in that? Or did did folks, for the most part, recognize your skill set and oh. say, do whatever. We're not yeah. going to typecast you from that standpoint. Oh, yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, I'm doing the voice of Puss in Boots. It's uh, it, yeah. Antonio Banderas. Antonio it's Banderas. like not even like, you know, the same continent uh, we yeah. were born in. It's not even <laughs> right. like anything that I ever thought I could even do. It was just... Hmm. Uh, you know, a previous experience with the voiceover director and one of the exec producers, they knew they could do like a range in that era, uh, area. Yeah. And, and with Antonio, I always look at it as like, you know, a, he's not really playing much of a character. He's just being himself. He's yeah. very, he, you know, he's really, you know, he, he has this particular thing about yeah. how he does it. So, you know, I, I watched like a lot of the interviews and a lot of like his behind the scenes work and he's amazing. Mm. He created this great character mm. and it really is just him having a, a blast in the booth and being able to play with that mysterious thing that he can do. Yeah. And uh, lucky for me, he's super, super duper busy, too busy to be doing uh, <laughs> right. TV shows. Uh, you know. Does it does it lead not only doing the TV stuff, will, will, will he continue to do feature stuff if they do the oh, Shrek yeah. stuff? He'll, oh, yeah. He's like, he's, I'll he's take the care guy. of the movie. Thank you. But oh, like, yeah. Toys or smaller things, you yeah. get to see a little bit of that. Yeah, especially with the, the Netflix series, which is an yeah. ongoing thing we were talking about outside. It's like they pick up this this show for like who knows how long and how many episodes. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think he would have been able to have the schedule free time to maybe he could do like a few episodes here and there. But as you know, uh, w- when it comes to TV, it's like once a week here in Burbank, I, he probably would love to record from home, I think, if he could have it his way. Uh, and I remember reading this article where BBC News, you know, was like, you know, that they're doing a uh, a TV show and they got a Canadian boy to do your voice. Eric, ba- they actually even wrote my name and I was like, Dee! it's like, why don't you just put my whole address there so you could come yeah, slash right. my tires? Don't you kind of want to yeah. not have them know that yeah. sort of, you well, know? I think he he knows. And this is his this was his response. It was uh well, that is okay. I'm glad that it is happening because that only means I created a character that is so popular that I do not have to be there for him to exist, you know? And <laughs> and I was like, wow. So in, in a sense, he's Santa Claus and I'm Mall Santa Claus. <laughs> Yay! And that's... And, then, and now you know the rest of the story. It's like, ah, good! You know? But anyways... There's anyways. peace in that, though. Isn't Yo, there a little yeah. bit to kind of have a feeling of, like... It's kind of cool. I'm just like, yeah, well, now he knows – He maybe he knows my name. I don't know. Uh, and that he is okay with it. Yeah. Because he is he is that grand. I mean, as far as like his performance, he's he's good, man. He's he's really man. good at this, uh, at this <laughs> character and at that voice. And it brings so much joy to people around the world seeing this little tiny furball have yeah. such a most interesting cat in the world <sighs> persona. So much fun. And I'm so the opposite of him. So in real life, (laughs) so it kind of makes me laugh. It's cool that there's this spot that you guys intersect. Yeah. In being able to up, you know. Hey, Antonio. He is from here. I'm a mild-mannered AV background uh, guy. It's like Superman and Clark can exist on the same planet. That's right. And they meet in a phone booth. (laughs) Or in this case, a litter box. That's right. (laughs) But anyhow, that's awesome. uh, Thank you so much again for for having me in. Thank you so much for for coming uh, coming on the show. How can people – well, what what do you have coming up and, and, and playing that you want folks to know about it well uh the currents right now are uncle grandpa for sure mm. i play belly bag on that a talking fanny pack uh <laughs> but uh but you shot breadwinners which is uh wrapping up production however they still have so many new episodes to show on uh-huh. nickelodeon right. um 
Uh, Tiger Claw. Tiger Claw on Ninja Turtles. I can't see you, turtles, but I can smell you. <laughs> uh, and uh, Drift on Transformers. Another Asian character, but is a little bit... They said if James Carradine and George Takei had a baby, which <laughs> I don't know if I... It's a transforming robot, apparently. <laughs> that's right. That's, that sounds about right. Uh, and uh, and uh, another one, they're wrapping up uh, Ultimate Spider-Man uh, mm. on Disney XD. So, yeah, it's... Uh, it's it's been a blessed career, and um, it's about to get even more blessed with this newcomer right. and this little baby. He's you know he's going to be the son of a cartoonist and a voiceover artist, so he's he's going to be the best lawyer you've ever seen. <laughs> That's he's going to be right. like, oh, I'm going to do something boring. I'm going to do something boring to spite you. Yeah, <laughs> or or it's I mean, my daughter's starting to do drawing. And, really? Oh yeah, oh. and wants to do wants to do improv, wants to do voice, wants That's to do stand up comedy, awesome. like. All that stuff. It's because, uh, you know, she sees the main man of the house doing it and yeah, making yeah. it and fun. And the main woman doing it. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And it's, 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 a, it's a cool thing to, you know, just in closing, like the, the exciting thing for me to be able to pass on is that oh, yeah. I am living my dream yeah. and my wife is living her dream and we can show that to our child that it's possible to do that. Yeah. And for you and your girlfriend to be able to give that to your to your son is yeah. the greatest gift ever, man. To just yeah. kind of like I'm living proof that you can do what you want to do. Yeah. And and uh you know, somehow we figured it out and 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 here we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree and I can't I cannot wait to uh Pass that on, bestow that onto his his tiny little moldable mind. <laughs> That's yes. right. Well, I hope you get a ton of sleep and uh, yes. <laughs> and that everything goes smoothly. And how can people find you on social media and stuff? Uh, just at Bowzilla, B-A-U-Z-I-L-L-A. Uh, that's Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. So fantastic, you know, dude. Uh, I'm I'm around. Awesome. Eric, thank you so much for joining me in the thank show. Thank you, sir. And I will definitely take you up on your offer to bring you back. Yes. Awesome. I just I just invited myself back. That's how it works. <laughs> That's all right. That's that is how it works. Invite yourself back and I'll bring you back. Hollywood. And I hope you join me next week with another exciting episode of All Over Voiceover with Kip VH. This has been All Over Voiceover with Kiff VH. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and give us a positive rating. It truly helps. Follow me on Twitter at Kiff VH or on Instagram at Kiff VH or on Vero at Kiff VH. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Claim victory and depart the field. Werewolf? Yeah.